are you making one of these five biggest mistakes with your freebie? That's probably why your listener talks to you or buys your stuff. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And as always, I am super excited to be in your earfuls today. Last week, I told you four, four specific emails that you can send your list in July in case you're like, I don't know what to do. You know exactly what to do. If not, go back and listen to last week's episode. And today, I was really debating about what I wanted to share with you guys. I have a couple of listener questions, but what I really came down to it, what I really wanted to chat about today was since you actually need people on your email list to chat to, granted, not nearly as many as everyone's going to tell you to make a great living if you do the things that we talk about here on the podcast, but we still need people to talk to. And one of the ways that we do that is by creating a freebie slash lead magnet slash opt-in gift. Basically, it's something you're giving away for free to entice people to join your email list. Okay. So I wanted to actually talk about the five biggest mistakes that I have seen with not only freebies of my students, but just in general. And I want to make sure that you are not making one of these fatal errors. So if you have created an opt-in and people just aren't signing up for it, it's probably one of these five things. I even threw in a sixth honorable mention one as well. So let's go ahead, thank our tool of the week and then dive in. Would you rather crawl across glass naked or have to stand in line at the DMV with Taco Bell tummy? You know what I'm talking about. Then actually have to write an email to your list. I mean, you don't want to come off too salesy and what if you're boring and you don't want to add to all of the noise. And somehow every single week, besides the cold sweat, you bust out with being finger tied, you know, instead of tongue tied because you're actually typing. Don't you just wish that you could just magically snap your fingers and almost have somebody else write your emails for you? Well, that's exactly what you're going to get when you invest in the email marketing fairy. The email marketing fairy template set is over 50 grab and go newsletters, welcome series, and even an 11 part sales funnel that you can use as an amazing jumping off point to actually write emails that connect with your audience, get replies, and most importantly, get those buy buttons hit. And all you need to do to get your hands on this, along with almost $100 worth of free bonuses, is by heading on over to theemailmarketingfairy.com. That's right, head on over to theemailmarketingfairy.com and you will never have to awkwardly tell your list, hey, I know it's been a while ever again. Oh man, this is, this is a big one. They're all big ones. <laughs> They're all, all big ones when it comes to problems with the magnets and freebies. And first and foremost, and I hate to be like that guy, sorry, not sorry, is your freebie just isn't enticing enough. Let's be real. There are a million blog posts. There are a million podcasts. There are a million YouTube videos. There are a million freebies and free gifts and checklists and all those things that are out in the world. So if you are not going to put in the extra effort to put the little pizzazz onto your freebie to really showcase to people that, hey, this is going to help you and it's unique, it's never going to work. Relying on the sheer fact that it is free is never going to cut it anymore. So you need to ask yourself, is my actual freebie enticing enough? And one of the quickest ways, and we talk about this in my email marketing, sales, copywriting, mindset, mega course that is Love Your List, 
you need to make sure that your freebie is answering a very specific yeah but. So instead of just five meals for under $10, which is fine if you're in that particular niche, it's five meals under $10 that don't have chicken, okay, or that are vegan. You want to spice it up with something else that people would ultimately complain about. We call it the Sir Mix-a-Lot principle. We've had some podcast episodes here talking about it, and we talk about it in my free masterclass, which there's a link to in the show notes, Littlest Big Profits as well. You need to pick that butt. So people are like, how do they know? So it's not just all of a sudden how to start a blog. It's how to launch a blog in three days, even if you stink at tech, or even if you don't know what to talk about, how to get traffic even if you've only been getting 100 page views for the last month and a half, okay? You want to make it enticing. Add those what ifs, those buts, those thinking about it, okay? Really honestly treating your freebie like something that you could potentially sell. Though you do not need to go overboard, guys, but you do need to have an interesting, enticing hook besides just free. Why do people care about your five steps to becoming a six-figure business owner? What's unique about it? The second biggest mistake, and this one is, huge, especially when people are following advice that is not coming from Kate. And there's one other email person that preaches this as well. So I will give her props, but I don't know why the rest of y'all are getting this information. And I have to be totally honest, guys, this does tend to come from people who identify themselves as bloggers, as opposed to business owners and coaches. And that is you need to make sure that your freebie is relevant to something that you want to actually talk about in the future or a topic that you generally like. So there is the worst, most dangerous advice out there, that if you have a piece of content that goes viral, you need to immediately create a freebie so that way you can capture all those emails and you can make a million bajillion dollars and ride off into the sunset. If you have a blog post or a piece of content that just happened to take off and it's not about anything you care about, creating a freebie about stuff you don't care about makes no sense. Why are you going to grow a list of vegans when you just wanna talk about hamburgers? It makes no sense. Being on your email list is a privilege. Getting to know the inner works of your business is a privilege. Getting to chit chat and correspond is a privilege. So do not follow that advice of, oh, if your thing about crickets goes viral, you need to create a crickets related freebie, even though you never talk about that stuff ever. No, I'd much see you monetize that post in a different way some type of affiliate income. Maybe you do like talking about crafting, but not necessarily cricket. So could you parlay it into something like that? The biggest problem with your freebie is when you just create one to grow a big list and you do not have a plan for it. Now I'm not saying, well, I can't create a freebie because I don't have a product, but I don't have a product yet because I'm still be growing an audience. Chances are, if we get deep down, you probably know something that you just enjoy talking about. Like, oh, I really love budgeting. So even if you don't have a budget binder yet that you can offer to people, you're going to want to make sure that your freebie is relevant to that particular topic. So later on down the road, it can. Now, here's another thing that you can do when it comes to freebies and making it relevant to things that you want to sell. Maybe you are creating a freebie, surely, I know this could be shocking, surely for the affiliate-based income. So maybe you do have one of those because it makes sense for, you know, how to make money about blogging and you're going to create a whole series after that, you know, talking about your adventures in blogging and some different courses that you have and some tips and tricks and all that. And then at the end, you can really offer the people the chance to, hey, do you want to still stay on my list? I tend to talk about these things. Or do you want to click here and unsubscribe because our journey together is over? 
Okay. So you need to be ruthless. Again, having a number sitting in a ConvertKit account is not going to do you any good if you do not like those people, if you do not talk about it. And what happens to a lot of people is they grow these lists of like, you know, 10,000, 20,000 people, but it's all for a variety of topics or they don't think that they're interlinked enough. And it's like, oh, well, I can't just email like, um, you know, my kids activity list without talking to the people in the productivity list. And then I end up emailing nobody. Make it simple. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have multiple freebies. I know I do. Adolster.com forward slash freebies to learn how to make freebies that sell and serve. We've got our two years worth of email ideas. Adolster.com forward slash two years hyphen podcast. Like I got slots of freebies going on, but I genuinely make sure that it is attracting the same type of person having to do email marketing or sales. And we are actually really boosting up our ones about productivity and a little bit around focus, which is ironic. If you know Kate, so that way we can get some really great people help with Trello magic. So again, number one mistake, not making it enticing enough because free isn't enticing. Two, not making it relevant to something that you want to sell either on the future or something that you want to sell right now. And again, you generally know the topics that you kind of sort of secretly dream about talking about or selling a product around. Okay. The next one, and this is a big mistake and it ties in to number two. I almost congealed the two, but that is not letting people know what to do next with your freebie. So if somebody has actually signed up for your PDF, for a mini course, for an audio, for a video, I don't care, honestly, a quiz, you need to let them know what is to come next. And one of the key things that I tell my students, especially if they're doing anything that is PDF based or has a workbook attached to it, anything like that, that last page, you need to give people a call to action to do something, whether it is share out about your freebie so that way you get more traffic, whether it is to check out a paid offer, whether it is to follow you on social media or to join your Facebook group. You need to tell people what to do next. You don't just want to knock their socks off with something and then leave them hanging with blue balls. No, you want to tell them what to do next. Okay. The fourth thing that is honestly, just destroying your freebie. And that is honestly not promoting it enough. Shocker. I know. I know that you poured your blood, sweat and tears. Maybe you took a week. Maybe you only took, you know, a day or so, because that's probably all you need. Honestly, less when you're really on a roll about things. And it just kind of sits there. Maybe it's kind of sitting on your sidebar. Maybe you kind of sort of mentioned it like once in Facebook group, like a while ago, you need to make sure, especially if you have more than one freebie, that every single week, you are talking about it, especially if you're on social media. We would love to think that everyone sees all of our Instagram posts, our Facebook posts, our business blog posts. They don't. Go look at your statistics. Your reach is in the crapper, okay? It just is. It's like, oh, I've got a 1,000 people following me and 424 people actually saw this, okay? Talk about it a lot. You created it to help people, so it is your job to tell people about it week after week. Now, if you use the same exact message every single time, yeah, that is going to be annoying. But there are a million different ways that you can talk about your freebie. And honestly, guys, if you're over on Pinterest, just have it in your week that you create some new pins, you put them into Tailwind, you follow whatever the new best practice is about Pinterest. I listen to the Simple Pin podcast for all, <laughs> all of that information. And there you go. You need to make sure that you're actively promoting your freebies to the world. Make sure people know. Do you have it? If you want to try to pop up, try to pop up. If you want to add a hello bar, if you want to add it to your menu bar, if you want to tell people who have already signed up for it to remind them to share it out with their friends or to tag you on Instagram when they use it, that is a way of promoting it. And anytime anybody says anything nice about your freebie, make sure you take a screenshot and shove it on a Trello board so you don't lose it. 
and then you can create a little social media graphic out of that, okay? And that's another thing too, if you're going onto podcasts or you're doing guest blog posting or you're on a summit, anything where you're borrowing somebody else's audience, which you know I love, 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 make sure that you make sure whatever you're talking about is relevant to your freebie. So the next natural step would be like, head on over to katedonister.com forward slash little list. And it is going to bring you over to my free training where we dive more into these five issues. Okay. Very, very simple. The last one, number five, and you kind of see, cause we already just modeled it a couple of times is either making your freebie hard to find or hard to sign up for. This is as simple as, again, if you're going to decide to go on podcasting routes or guest blog posts, or even honestly, if you're going to be doing Facebook ads or however you plan to grow your audience and not just relying on getting lucky with something going viral, make sure it is painfully obvious and easy for people to sign up for your freebies. If you're somebody who relies heavily on Pinterest, besides creating those extra pins that go straight to your landing page, make sure that your blog post that you have it probably up at the top, you've got it midway through and then at the bottom. If you're just putting it in at the bottom, it's never going to work because not everyone's going to scroll down there. Okay. So we need to give people the opportunity to get your help. And we all know that you poured so much time into that freebie to make it amazing. We need to get it into their hands. And the last mistake, which is more of an honorable mention, but I guess technically we call it number six, is actually making sure that your freebie delivery system works. So you got to actually test it out to make sure that it works. So when you create your landing page or your opt-in form, make sure that every once in a while, at least once a quarter, definitely the first time that you put it up places that you actually put in your own email address, create like a dummy email address that you can actually check to make sure that the tech actually works. What does that thank you page experience look like? What does that welcome email look like? What is going on? Because you might think that you signed it up the right way. You might think that links are working, but they might not be. And we want to give people an amazing first impression. So you're going to be the only person that they care about when it comes to your topic. So again, guys, the five biggest mistakes that you are making with your freebie is one, it's not enticing enough. You got to sell the free. Number two is that you're not making it relevant to something that you want to sell or something that you want to talk about or something that you have some type of monetization plan in the back of your head about. Remember, being on your list is privilege. Don't get in the riffraff. The third thing is not letting people know what to do next, whether it is to join your Facebook group or to buy something. Tell them somewhere after they have consumed your freebie. The fourth one is, of course, not promoting it enough. Honestly, probably once a week, it's probably too little. Because remember, not everyone who follows you everywhere can see every single post. And the last one is making it hard for people to find or to sign up for. Again, you don't want them to have to fill in a million fields. You don't want them to have to jump through 80 million hoops. Make it simple, guys. And the last bonus one is just make sure that it actually works. The system we're using, the links work, the emails fire, everything looks good and is spelled relatively correctly. And that is it for this week, guys. I will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.